Hello and a very warm welcome to episode 57 of the Sussex by the Sea podcast, a podcast about all things Hastings United. I'm your host Chris Laverick and to keep up with the European flavour of the show this week, we talk to Mark Chapman. Mark, who's the chair of the Sitting Bourne Supporters Club, who also happens to live and work in Copenhagen. We ask him about the logistics of all this, where's good for a beer and what's the easiest way to Woodstock Park that's not via Denmark and a whole lot more. After that, we have an introduction to what hopefully will become a weekly segment, Tim's Takes. That's right, long-time Hastings fan and former Sussex recruiter and teacher, Tim Booth-Jones, is taking up the mantle of covering the women's game for this podcast. He briefly tells us how his love for Hastings started and the women's season, in his eyes, up to now. And then over to the infamous and ever-growing fan roundtable. A spy is outed and another uncovers the possible whereabouts of Billy Wood last Saturday. Enjoy, Hastings fans. And now over to... Mark Chapman. I've got the wonderful pleasure of Mark Chapman here. He's the head of the Sittingbourne uh, Supporters Club, but he actually lives in Copenhagen. So it's very interesting. Um, (laughs) An international supporters club head. Mark, I mean, if we could just kick straight into it. You're over there. I mean, please tell us how you fell in love with Sittingbourne and how the whole thing works with you being in um, Copenhagen. Yeah, hi Chris. Good, good to meet you. And yeah, uh, yeah it's an interesting story, I guess. Um, not, not every supporters club chairman is based eight hundred miles, but <laughs> they're, they're meant to be supporting. Um, so yeah, I mean, I, I was born and bred. Uh, I was actually born in Bromley, but moved to Sittingbourne at a very young age. You know, although although my sort of one one true football lovers has always been Charlton, um, I, I got quite disillusioned with the way they were being mismanaged. And, and Sittingbourne has always sort of been there and, and been a part of my life. You know, I used to used to go and see them when they played at the old Central Park Stadium. You know, I used to watch them back in the early 90s when they were labelled the Man United of non-league football because we were, you know, we really were a club going places back then. Mm. Um, fortunately, you know, it, it, it took a bit of a turn. Um, but that's that's another story for another day. Um, mm. So, yeah, I've always, always sort of been involved. Um, Funnily enough, you know, so now, now I'm in Denmark. I'm, I'm more more involved than ever. And, uh, you know, it's great. It's great. It takes up a lot of my time. A lot of people think I'm mad. But, uh, you know, we it's, it's good fun. And, and it all comes down to, you know, just, just being involved in grassroots football and, and the vibe, the people. When you've yeah. got the bug, you've Brilliant. got the bug, haven't you? Exactly, mate. Yeah, yeah. You know it. Yeah. When, when you've got the bug, you've got the bug. And it, it, it has so much to offer. Uh, it really does. Um, so it's been a... It's been a roller coaster, you know. It's it's almost like a, another full time job for me, really. Obviously, I'm limited in in some respects in what I can actually do from here in in Copenhagen. But you know, through the power of social media, we can achieve quite a lot, and we and we have we have up until now. So it's been it's been great. Yeah, we got connected with you. Got a fans page. Was it about eight nine hundred people on there? Isn't it? Yeah, about eight eight hundred forty last time I checked, and and this this page was um, I created it a couple of years ago now, so you know it's brilliant. And in the last couple of months, we've gone up. I think membership has gone up something like one hundred forty four percent. So you know the word is getting out. I mean that's a, that's a, one of my biggest bugbears really is you know Sittingbourne is a town of sixty six thousand people, so it's an okay and decent sized town, mm. and yeah, our average attendance has been below two hundred a game, which is is pretty poor. So you know, really just trying to get make people aware that you know they do have a club on their doorstep, and the, this season particularly, you know, doing really really well. Um, mm. And it, and you know, to be fair, the message is getting through, and, and long may it continue. 
So how do, in, logistically, how many games can you get to for Sittingbourne? <laughs> I, I'll do well if I get to a couple of games a season, to mm. be honest. Obviously, not in normal times. I'd, I'd probably manage a few more, but, you know, because of COVID, been, it's been difficult. Um, either games have been cancelled. Obviously, last season was a bit of a write-off. Um, it was it was difficult flying in and out of, of the UK um, when you live abroad. So yeah, not as many as I, I would like to is the answer. I will be back in a couple of weeks for the uh, the away game against Cray Valley, though. So I'm looking forward to that. Oh, okay. So you you will miss the Hastings game, yeah? I will, unfortunately. Oh. Yes. I really like to be at because I know there's going to be a massive crowd for that because I know you you lads bring a few and uh, I say our attendances have gone up so uh, and we, we've only lost two games all, all season at home so it should be a cracking game. It should be a tight game, tight game. So yeah, in terms of the, your club history now, I know you mentioned there. I mean, you didn't really want to stay on it too long about that. There was obviously some mismanagement that you used to have a grand old ground, Central yeah, that's Park. it, Central Park. And as I remember, because I. I have a big, it didn't have a lot, a really lovely main stand, like a really massive main stand, as I remember. Yeah, it does. I mean, Central Park is still there. It's been used for, for greyhound racing and it has mm. been for years. So the, the whole complex is still there. Um, it had a massive, massive main stand, a massive by sort of non-league standards um, main stand. And then it had a, a sort of pitch along the side, training pitch, which, which we moved to um, when we left Central Park. Um, and now we're, we're playing, and for the last few seasons, we've been playing at Woodstock. Um, so the Jarman Solicitors Stadium in Woodstock, um, mm. which is a couple of miles out of um, Sittingbourne in the, in the sort of beautiful Kent countryside. So, you know, although geographically it's not it's not too far out, um, obviously, you know, in people's minds, it's, it's probably further than it actually is, because it is, it is a little bit rural, <laughs> shall we say. <laughs> But yeah, no, we, we were Central Park, and we yeah we played uh, we played there, and we were in the um, when I watched them in the nineties, we were in the I think it was called the Beza Homes Premier League, which was probably as far as we got playing the likes of Burton Albion, who are obviously are now League yeah. One, well established League One team as well. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so I used to sell programs there and go with my old man, and uh, uh, yeah, it was good times. You know, we went, once had five thousand fans come for a friendly against Tottenham. And we had some epic, epic t- tussles against, uh, well, but they were called Gravesend and Northfleet back then. It's obviously Ebbsfleet now. Mm. A massive, massive crowds, you know, similar to what you guys are getting now. You know, well over a thousand, which is which was great. You know, so I'd love it, love it if we could go back to those days. But we're looking, we're looking forward. You know, we're looking ahead, and uh, definitely, I've sent Born is a club on the up. You know, we we just launched or we launched a while ago um, something called the Target Three Hundred Initiative just to get the fans up uh, the gates. Uh, should I say? Yeah. Uh, and uh, you know, it's so far so good. But we, you know, it's still a long way to go. We've got some good, good guys behind the scenes, and uh, you know, a lot of ambition. So yeah, let, let's see where it takes us. But you know, certainly, it's a good time to be a bricky. You know, we were tipped to finish bottom of the league. We're 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 eighth, and we're only a you know, you're sniffing six- the playoffs definitely. Yeah, definitely. So let's let's see where that takes us. I mean, you know, top ten would be good. It'd be best best finish we've had for twenty years. Uh, if we can make the playoffs, it'd be amazing. But um, you know, one one game at the you know, football cliche, one one game at a time. We've got got massive games coming up now. We've got Chichester at home on Saturday. I mean, they're always good. Obviously, we've got a huge one against your lot on on the following weekend, and then uh, we've got Cray Valley away. So it yeah, could really define yeah. the rest of the season yeah. from our point of view. So let, let's see what happens. Um, you know, when we played um, Hastings in your place, I think we, we went one nil up. And then you did us with a last-minute winner. Um, and Sorry so about played. that. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, obviously I wasn't there. Um, but what I heard, I mean, we gave you we gave you a bloody good game and uh, 
you know maybe we're a yeah, little bit you were difficult to break down yeah it was a it was a tight one it was a tight one and um yeah i mean it was it was slightly squeaky bum time but we managed to nick it off you i'm sorry about that mate so, no worries that's that's football that's football we've it done is it football top. unfortunately but yeah i'm sure we've both been through that both been yeah, through exactly. that mate Talking about um, the game, our boys and girls that we 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 are particularly well, particularly this season, been taking a lot away. Um, we took four five hundred away to the last game uh, that was against Ashford, where we we won two one. Now, for people that are going, firstly, in in terms of parking, what's the parking like at your ground? Yeah, we do we do have um, limited parking space outside the state of the stadium outside outside the ground. There are because it is in the countryside. I mean, you you sort of if you do get spillover, which we will, without doubt, for the game against Hastings, um, then then people, as far as I know, um, don't quote me on this, tend to just park down the country lanes, yeah. um, which is not so much of a problem for a game kicking off at three o'clock on a Saturday afternoon. But obviously in the evening, you know, a night game can be a little bit dicey if you're parking hairy, on a yeah. bad, badly lit road. But for Saturday, it should be fine. Get there early, you know, get there as early as you can. Um, we've got a fantastic social club at the ground called the Woodstock Bar. Um, which is really well stocked. Um, good food, good drinks. So you can go in there, enjoy. Real ale, real ale. No. You know what? I I don't. I I would like to say yes, but it's been a while since I've been there, so I'm not going to make any promises there. But yeah, real they, ale. I mean, then, then have a pint in the town before you go to the, the ground. Would be my advice. We've got no, plenty. <laughs> in terms of getting there, if someone's getting the train there, where, where's your nearest train station? It is yeah. Sittingbourne, isn't it? Yeah, it's in Bourne train station, exactly. So you can you can get the train up. If you're coming, I mean, obviously you're coming in the opposite direction. But if you're coming down from London, it's about a 50-minute train journey, Victoria Line, um, Sittingbourne train station. And then, you know, I mean, to be honest with you, you it's, 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 then you're practically in the town centre, you know, when you arrive. Um, there's a good little pub um, opposite the railway station that you can visit. There's obviously plenty in the town as well. And then probably the best way of getting from the town to the ground um if, if you're not driving is, is you, you know jump in a cab to be honest with you just share a cab it's probably about i think it's seven eight quid in a cab yeah uh, but obviously then you've got the getting back but we can you know you can you can just call a cab from the uh, the woodstock otherwise yeah i know this the bus services are, are sort of limited going out that way i would say but again one of one of the little local people than me would would know the answer to that there's plenty of good pubs in the town plenty of good places to eat you know we've got a, we've got an old Weatherspoons. um where it used to be a, a um, former courthouse so it offers accommodation you actually sleep in a prison which i guess is something the locals are quite used to um <laughs> they're gonna kill me from saying that and then we've got um, we've got we've got places like bunters you always you know guaranteed a friendly welcome if you go there um and then for eating you know we've got anandos we've got loads of Indian and Chinese restaurants. It's a typical Kentish town. You know, we've got mm. a place called Sentado Lounge, which is quite good. So, yeah, plenty, plenty of choice all on the high street. Um, and then when you've got the, the club, you've got the Woodstock Club at the, the ground, um, which is, yeah, which is pretty decent as well. Nice one. Okay. When we come along, I mean, what are we going to expect? Who's going to scare the bejesus out of us, uh, <laughs> Mark? Who, who are we going to be really impressed by in your side? Because obviously you're doing, you'll do reasonably well. Obviously, you're doing yeah. a lot better than you have been for a long time. And obviously, you were predicted to be in that bottom three, which you're nowhere near. So you're obviously doing something right. So to, who's who's the threats that's going to um, give us um, uh, sleepless nights? 
Yeah, mate. I, good, good question. Um, look, I, I, I'm, I'm going to just to just to wind you up a bit. I'm going to say that there, there are threats across the pitch, mate. Yes. To be honest, I'm, I'm not going <laughs> to name one player. Um, yeah. We've got, got you know, some some quality players in the team now. Some that have had ex league experience. Um, up top, we've got Kane Rowlands, who's well known in non league circles. Um, you know, he's been banging the goals in. Um, he's also been filling in as makeshift centre back. You know, he's, he's doing a great job. We've got young Flisher um, out on the wing, brilliant little player. You know, it caused you problems. You know, a lot of questions all game. You know, defence, we've got Lex Allen back in the, the centre uh, centre back, um, just signed him from Sheppey. You know, he's a local lad. He's a monster. You know, we've got a song about him, about his feet sticking out of the bed because he's so tall, um, which you'll hear. Uh, one, one thing you will get would start is a cracking atmosphere. You know, Good. they. Good. they they sing their hearts out, you know, the whole 90 minutes plus, um, win, lose or draw. Um, so make it. sure, we, you know, vocally you're all warmed up, ready for the first sort of a... Oh, yeah, yeah, we will be. We will be. But yeah, no, it's good to have a... Uh, when we go along, we've been to a lot... Unfortunately, Mark, we've been to a lot of grounds in this step where that people just just uh, are not supporting their team. They're just, you know, they're just standing there, not giving it... As, as you say, singing uh, if they're winning, drawing or, or losing, which are, that's the sign of a proper fan. It's yeah. not. It's easy. You know, it's easy to sort of um, be big when you're when you're winning, but it's when it's when it's the struggle is when the team needs your support. Yeah, no, totally. I mean, you know, I'm, I'm not biased, but best fans in the league, you know, best they will sing their hearts out, home or away. We took hundred fans to Whitstable the other week, completely outsung them. You know, it's great, good bands, you know, good friendly banter between the two sets of supporters. Um, have a beer afterwards, you know, no yeah, matter exactly. what, the result, um, as, it, as it should be. But no, cracking, cracking atmosphere. And, and you know, because the numbers are going up and for the, for the Hastings game, I'm, I'm expecting, you know, at least a crowd around a thousand, um, depending on, I don't know how many you're, you're planning on bringing, but um, I've warned the people behind the club that they need to make sure the bars will bar stop. Staff, so, yeah. you know, we have bar staff on. So, yeah. They run out of beer at the Ashford game. Mark, you know, we had a bit of a brief chat beforehand. Um, it sounds like you've kind of got into into this similar to to, to, to myself, where you were you were supporting um, a top level team, be it Charlton, mine was QPR. Uh, you saw the, the the money take over and that love and passion and um, link with the fans kind of disintegrate. In, into the cynical money making that I think that they, the top leagues are now. Um, I mean, it's with that, that's a, was it a similar story for you? Yeah, that that that. Uh, I mean, wh- where where did you start losing your passion for for Charlton? Yeah, yes and no, really. It wasn't it wasn't so much that you know because at that, that point we weren't playing in the Premiership. I did did follow them when we were in the Premiership, and even before that, to be honest with you. Um, and um, it wasn't so much that I felt that, you know, that, that, that the club was losing that connection with the fans and, and vice versa. I think Charlton have always been sort of, I hate the word family club, but, you know, a, a family club um, and they've treated their fans well. I think it was more a case of when we did go down, when we did get relegated to the first division and we were taken over and it was quite widely reported um, throughout the UK press, um, you know, we were taken over by... Uh, a Belgian called Du Chatelet, and he 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 was a nightmare to be honest with you. And we had we had we had two or three years where it was just awful, you know. Um, not so much what was going on the pitch, just just the the way it was completely mismanaged, and and a lot of charm. There was a lot of protests, you know. I was involved in some of them. Um, there was a lot of just just ill feeling 
towards towards the owners, to be honest with you. So the, the, my problem was with the owners back then. Um, mm. Was this the was, was this post Valley when you returned to the Valley, or was this? I'm trying to. Yeah, I, no, I'm wondering how long you've been a fan for because I used to go to the old Valley before you got you, you yeah. got kicked out of there. So what? Yeah, years so post yeah. post going back to the Valley. Yeah, no, we're only talking like you know few years ago so 2000s you know when when we were we were playing the first few years ago that's 22 years ago that is mate it feels like only a few years ago (laughs) (laughs) make me feel old now so so yeah no it's it's fairly recent in the history of Charlton I mean I've supported Charlton for a long long time I still Mm. do you know I still go and see him and everything um Mm. but I think it just became a nice distraction you know I, I was I was just getting fed up with the whole circus to be honest with you now we've got we've got a new owner and you know things have seemed to have turned a corner and you know hopefully the good times will be back soon enough but um in the meantime I, I was just feeling disillusioned so I needed a project um and I won't bore you with the details but I before I came to to Denmark I was living in um, in New Zealand for a while and um my mother's from New Zealand I went back to the UK mm. and um you know, moved moved back in with mum and dad, and was was living in Sittingbourne, thinking, "Go, oh, what am I going to do with my life now?" And and what I had was football, so I joined a, I joined a local football team, Sunday league team. So I've been playing in New Zealand and you know, played a bit over here as well. And um, the lads were great. And so when I when I joined, I thought, "Oh, you know, I've got nothing in common with this lot. I've just travelled. I'm much better than them." And which, how wrong was I? Because um, the lads were brilliant and they welcomed me with open arms and uh, it was quite a humbling experience. And I guess part of the reason why I got so involved with Simborne Football Club was I wanted to give something back to the town because they had this club, you know, they weren't all aware of it. And I just wanted to give them something to, to be happy about, you know, something something to be to celebrate, to be positive about. So there, there's a little, there's a big part of that is, is sort of personal to me big part of that is because it's fun you know i love mm. i love it it's good fun. It's, it get to you get to see behind the scenes of an on-league football club how good is that you get to know the manager the chairman it's brilliant yeah no i mean that's that's the eye-opener is is mark yeah particularly after a game you know you sit there and you maybe have a beer with one of the players yeah we, you talk with the opposition like we, we a few weeks ago we got beat by burgess hill and he was able to go up to their goalkeeper and shake his hand, tell him how much of a great game he had. I mean, going back to when I was a kid watching uh, QPR and you'd get the autographs from all the players, like, you know, like Peter Beards, the Kenny Dalglish and all these, because I'll go back to the 80s. And or yeah, and you'd see them and they'd, they'd have had a few beers or they're in the bookies. You know, that yeah. there, is, there is a premier level that, that just doesn't exist. That's, that, 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 that connection is completely gone. So it's just, it is quite nice to just... You know, be around these people. There are normal people. They got jobs. To me, I, I absolutely adore it. I love it. I, wherever we go, it's 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 fantastic. It's, it's just one big. I mean, I, the word community gets used too much. I think, but like it, yeah. it, it it's families. It's just one big family. I think you know. Yeah, yeah no, definitely. And it, although you know, being being here in, in Denmark, I don't I don't get to see them as much as I can. Um, you know, we do. There's a lot of interaction on social media. Um, they, you know, a couple of the fans have even come over to Copenhagen and visited. You know, we've got this uh, twinning arrangement with um, my local Danish side, um, okay. sort of friendship, if you like. So um, that's proved to be quite popular, um, and that's also you know something to talk about. It's it's good fun. You know, you'll see when you come on um, to the game um, at Woodstock, you'll see a massive flag with the sort of crests of Sittingbourne Football Club and, and, and my local club called Flame Armour. Yeah. Uh, 
and the, and the sort of two two hands clenched in a sort of like brotherly fist. So you know, and it's it's got Danish and, and British, uh, Danish and English uh, written on it as well. The local the names of the local fan clubs. So uh, yeah, it's it's just that. Nice. Yeah, you know, I know a few other clubs have done it. I think Dulwich Hamlet have some similar arrangement. I'm not sure, but it's it's brilliant, isn't it? It's amazing how just you know you being over there in uh, Copenhagen. You know, you you know this person, that person, then all of a sudden, uh, sitting born, have an arrangement with uh, a team comp- in a different country. It's amazing, isn't it? Yeah, it's brilliant. And, you know, part of the motivation behind that was also, I don't want to get all political, but, you know, with Brexit and I, I just started thinking, oh, Christ, there's going to be a lot of, like, misinformation flying around. And there was, and there was a lot of real feeling. Anyway, this, this is a really positive story that's come out of that. And, uh, you know, the, the brickies that came over to Denmark, I'm pretty sure half of them didn't even have a passport. So, uh, mm. you know, great, great experience. And we had, we had Danes come over to the UK as well. And they were so well hosted um, by, by Mo Dunk, the chairman, mm. backroom staff, the fans. Um, they're, they're the blast. So, they, they, you know, they can't wait for the next one, really. So, yeah, it's really, uh, really positive and fulfilling. Um, and I really... You know, I really look forward to the day when I can come back, you know, with a plane load of, of Danes um, to watch the Brickies um, play, maybe against your lot. I think that'd be cracking. No, uh, absolutely. Do do, do do you all drink, like, is it Skoll? I'm trying to think. Was What was Skoll. the Copenhagen beer? Was it Skoll? Well, okay, Skoll, Skoll is the Danish word for cheers. And uh, there is a beer called Skoll, but we do not drink it in, in Scandinavia. I think it's a British invention. Oh, is it? Uh, oh, yeah, you know, oh, okay. Sorry, I always... Most, yeah, the most famous uh, Danish beer is Carlsberg. It's uh, probably uh, the best Tuborg, lager in the world. Which on Tuborg. Tuborg Indeed, is, but, is urine is from the last leper in hell. I'm sorry, Tuborg, no. Do you, do you like Tuborg? No, no not particularly. No. It's, it's my go-to beer. But we have a lot of you know, really good microbreweries here in, mm. in Denmark. Um, so Mikula is a really good um, brand. Oh, yeah, no, that one. Uh, yeah. I, I don't, I've been paid to promote but uh, you know, there's a lot of good microbreweries here. So I'm more into my, I'm probably like you by the sounds of it, more into mm. my craft ale. Um, to be honest, we've got that covered over here. Yeah, so craft ale, no real ale. decent Harvey's. You come over this way, you have a Harvey's, mate. Harvey's or Timmy Taylor's, but that's that. that most most fans will be like Sharp Chris. Uh, <laughs> this. You're doing well. We've spoken about it already, Mark. But like, so where do you see your boys finishing this season? My head says we're going to, well, my head says without doubt we're going to finish top 10. My heart says the playoffs. I think, you know, it's going to be tough because the teams above us are not not really dropping points um, on a regular basis. And we have, we have that gap we need to make up. But we're masters of our own destiny, really, because I say we've got, got some really big games coming up against your lot, Chichester, Cray. You know, they're all teams that are up there. So, look, I'll tell you what, I'm going to say we're going to, we're going to scrape into the playoffs. We're going to scrape into the playoffs in, in that, what, sixth position. That would be it. But, but, I mean, that would be brilliant if we can do that. So, let, let's see. You know, we live in, we live in hope. So, I'm going, to, I'm going to say, yeah, playoffs. That's yeah. good. Good stuff. Yeah. I mean, what, do you, what does Sitting Bourne think of Hastings? Have they got any opinion on them? I don't, I don't think. <laughs> not, not as far as I'm aware. I mean, mm. other than, you know. Big club for this league, you know, probably too big for this league. Um, very well supported team, you know, good, good play, good football, good structure, good setup down there. Don't have, I guess, you have a few local rivals. Who would be your local rival, Whitehawk or someone? I'm not sure. Yeah, well, they are quite irritating. Yes, yeah. Um, Whitehawk. What well, person personally, very much Whitehawk is irritating to me. But um, Ashford, yeah. 
probably Ashford, Ashford. Yeah. They, 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 they really don't like us, which was a shame because we beat them 2-1 at their ground, so that's a shame. <laughs> Not really. I mean, historically, maybe other teams, but at the moment, that's kind of the only two that... And I think that's in your favour a little bit because, you know, you do get you do get really good crowds. I mean, we, we don't, to be honest with you. Um, we've got Gillingham on our doorstep, and although they're sort of a club on the way down, um, you know, we've got... Gillingham are obviously a, a league club in Kent. We've got we've got teams like Bromley who are on the way up. We've got you know even in our even even in our own league, as you would know, you know there's quite a few Kentish sides. There's Herne yeah. Bay, Whitstable, Faversham, Ashford. You know Ramsgate. There's loads of them. Her, uh, uh, Hythe Town. You know there's loads of teams, local teams from Kent. Um, so yeah, Pinching local through. rivals for us would definitely be um, Ashford as well. I think Faversham. Um, we've got good friendly rivalry with them. Um, and then to some extent, I guess, you know, the likes of Pern Bay and, and Whitstable. But, you know, definitely, definitely see, you know, Hastings as a, as a big club for that league. And, uh, yeah. well, you know, it looks like you're going to go up and um, good luck to oh. you. Please, please. One thing before you go, yeah. Do you do a printed programme? Um, yes, we do. We do Very a good. print and, a, and an online version. Um, and actually for the, I know for the Chester game, they're going to be handing out the local, it's called Community Ads Magazine. Um, if we've got some left over, we'll, we'll hand them out for the Hastings game as well. And if you're interested, there's an interview with me in um, on one of the pages. I don't know which one of that magazine. So it's an interview about Simple Football Club. Pretty much you're everywhere. Is. You're everywhere, Mark. And you're not even I'm in the country. I'm famous. I'm famous. <laughs> <out there. laughs> Keep an yeah. eye out for that. Yeah, oh, yeah, oh, absolutely. We'll, we'll do, we'll do. I mean, an absolute pleasure, Mark. Thank you from jo- another one. You know, we I was only on the, the on the Zoom with uh, someone from Bonn in the week, and now I'm on uh, a Sigmund fan in in Copenhagen. Absolute pleasure. I hope your boys, other than uh, this is going to come out Thursday, so other than this Saturday, do well. And if you make the playoffs, good luck to you. But um, yeah. take care. Thanks, uh, Chris. Good, yeah, good cheers, summer. mate. I won't see you at this game. But I'll see you at a game, hopefully. Hopefully, yeah. We'll have a beer together. Lovely. Yeah. Cheers, Chris. Thanks, Thanks take care, Mark. Thank you. Yeah. Bye. Bye. And now over to Tim Booth-Jones. I am joined by the wonderful Tim Booth-Jones, who's a former player for Sussex Cricket Club and retired teacher. I'm speaking to Tim. We've kind of made contact because he is really interested in covering the women's games, which is um, unfortunately since Ryan has moved on to parts unknown, <laughs> probably in Blackpool, that uh, uh, we haven't really been covering as well. And I, I I personally don't have the time to cover it. So this is fantastic that Tim's willing to step in and cover at least all the home games, if some the way games as well. First of all, hello, Tim. Hi there. Nice to see you, Chris. Yeah. To see you nice. Yeah. Firstly, how did you fall in love with this great Hastings team? Well, Thanks to my dad, back in 1961, we reckon it was, he took my brother and I up to the pilot field over, We, I think my memory is it was over Christmas and Boxing Day, and I think we played on Christmas Day then and Boxing Day. But it's always stuck in my mind because we played Cambridge United and Cambridge City. Um, on, on They both came down and... Yeah, after that, my brother and I became regulars, you know, at the pilot field, going to the occasional away games on the coach. And, um, yeah, it, it just became a lifetime interest. Yeah, um, it's, I, I do prefer that. Had 
obviously I've played a lot of football, so I missed a few of the seasons as well. Um, so, you know, it, it hadn't been continuous, but um, certainly for the last 20 odd years, you know, I've been regular since, you know, I can't sort of play sport anymore at the weekends myself. But it's been great entertainment. I really enjoy going up there. And as for the ladies, you know, I started off being a bit of a sceptic, you know, thinking, yeah, how's this going to work out? Have we got the finances, you know, to do it properly? Um, But, yeah, I started watching a few games. um, And this season, uh, the games I've watched, you know, if I give a quick summary. Yeah, Yeah, the first one I saw was our local derby with Bexhill, where I think probably Billy and, and the girls were probably thinking was going to be quite an easy game. It turned out to be quite a tough game, actually. I think it was just 1-0 we won it in, in the league, but it was good stuff, you know, good entertainment. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I saw, I think it was a Sussex Cup game when we pr- played Brighton, Brighton's under-23 team. And that was a really good match. You know, we matched them in the first half. You know, they, they were obviously... I don't know whether they're full-time or not, but they they were good players at Brighton. And we were as good as them in the first half. You know, we created lots of chances, played well. Second half, we probably ran out of steam a little bit against them, but they had some really quick players. And and anyone with pace, you know, like in the men's game, you know, is an asset. And they they ended up winning 4-2, but I thought it was a good performance. Um, The away games, we're probably racking up big wins, you know, lots of wins, but our next home game I saw, I think was Welling, where we were quite dominant, you know, and won 7-0. But the latest win against Hackney, it was in the League Cup game. They're not in a, in the girls' league, I don't think. Um, I think they're in a comparable league, um, up, obviously up in London, and, yeah. and they were they were a decent side, you know, they were good. Um, it's a close game. I thought it's always an advantage in as far as I can see, and I hope the ladies excuse me here if they listen in because I'm not an expert, but I think if you've got a good goalkeeper, it does help. And that happy goalkeeper, I thought, was really good. You know, she was diving around and mm-hmm. making lots of saves and, you know, d- doing a good job. Um, but, yeah, we, we scored some good goals. We've got some seriously good players, I, I think, yeah, in our team. He, he always notice our forward you know Sean Heather I think it is you know she's so quick you know she gets a chance to to break through you know she's through on goal and she's a good finisher mm. got a bit of class in midfield I think with Georgia Tibble um you know who's got a left foot and when she got a free kick in the uh, second half you know, I was standing on the side and another old fogey joined me old Tony <laughs> DeMarco um, we both said the same thing. If we had Terry White out there, <laughs> he'd put it in the top corner with his left foot. But I said to Tony, no, George's left foot's just as good as Terry White's. And he yeah. scoffed. No, straight in the top corner. You know, from, yeah, it's a fantastic shot. She's got a great left foot. And as I say, she's new Terry White, as far as I'm concerned. Yeah. Mm. I think she's a bit quicker than Terry as well, actually, you know, over the ground. But um, hopefully Terry won't won't see this um yeah so so she's really good georgia and and the whole team you do notice they've got a very good team spirit you know they all seem to really enjoy playing and i think that's the attraction for a lot of good players coming to hastings with billy doing a good job you know and hopefully as the season develops you know we'll we'll get promoted you know we haven't lost a game yet in the league as people know we've got 
our rivals seem to be, I think it's the something called Acorns. I think they're from Lincoln. We must be due to play them. We've already beaten them once in the league. Mm. Um, so that would be a crucial game. But just like our men's team, yeah, we've got to keep winning, you know, all the time. So um, just to make sure that we cut. But with the way they play, I'm pretty sure they will. You know, they're, they're good. We've got a good keeper ourselves. Yeah, Blair plays, for me, she plays a bit like an extra defender. You know, she's always out of the area and any attack, she's more than likely just to come out and, and tackle and hoof and, and pass it out and kick it out. Yeah, um, you said hoof there. <laughs> I did, yeah. Well, I've got no objection to that. At yeah. the bat. Um, that, that's fine. Just get rid of the ball. She missed one actually in the first half um, against Hackney when she came out and I think it was the first half, yeah. And Hackney could have scored. You know, they had a couple of chances, um, but you know, we, we were better than them and it was a good game good quality match and yeah we didn't you know they could do with a few more up there I think watching you know the more the better really because I say there are good players in our team yeah, and and they all work hard and yeah and got some good characters um it's probably a fault to equate them to men players but I think when Molly comes on I always think she's the Paul Gascoigne of the team you know she's um always up to sort of you don't know what she's going to do next, really, you know, but she's quite entertaining to watch. But, you know, it's good stuff and um, well done to Billy, really, for uh, for, you know, for really together. pushing it. One of his many hats. I remember a year or two ago, well, I think it might have been last season, Lewis, you know, done, done really well with their ladies' team and um, they announced they're going to play pay the same as the men. I thought, how's that going to work? It's going to cost them a fortune. It'll, it won't, um, it will have a bad effect on the men's team. You know, they're just run out of money. But I think if you do have a successful ladies team, it helps attract sponsors and more interest and yeah, it brings money in. So hopefully it will all, you know, it sort of evens out. Like at Lewis, you know, the, mm. it, it's cost them a lot of money, but I think they're one of their keen supporters she's a fanatical ladies supporter over there said no we're getting so many sponsors in because of the ladies team yeah it's sort of paying for itself you know i don't know whether that's right or not but i can see the logic in it you know if you can really um yeah make it an all-inclusive club you know it's good for us and good for the town yeah. well i would argue that we are an inclusive club uh, yeah. tim so, so tim you think you can give us regular tim's takes yeah. Every week? Yeah, I'd love to. If you get a negative response and get that old fogey off, that's fine. <laughs> yeah, the lady said, I don't want him doing it. Yeah, it'd be, it'd be good. But no, it's quite happy to. Okay, well, look forward to Tim's takes. Take care, Tim. Yeah, all the best. Yeah, and see you sitting board. So, so, see you then. Yeah, cheers then. Cheers. And now over to the SBTS Fan Roundtable in what was a momentous week with Louis Louis Rogers hitting over a hundred appearances and club legend, leader and well-regarded by all, super, super Sammy Adams, who's made 600 appearances for our great club. So there was not only the football to talk about. So on the round table, we had the pleasure of Windy John, Johnny Wills, Flat White Andy, Malcolm, the spy who loved tea, Stone, Ian, Goalies Union Robbie, and George, he bangs the drum. Thank you, fellas, for making it happen. I've, I've literally just got in. Oh, bloody hell. 
I do it for love. Any excuse, drop the NHS card. You're not getting any more discounts. <laughs> Listen, Robbie, you know what I think about the NHS. So. <laughs> do you know when you lift your glass up then? I was about to say, yeah, he's yeah. got to yeah. through, didn't it? Yeah. You could see right up Finn's ass. <laughs> right. Behind you. Hello, Ian. Evening, all. Evening. We've got um, a sideways on wheels. Oh, no, the hair's in place now. <laughs> all right, Andy. Bonsoir. <laughs> okay. Uh, yes. Yeah, smoochy right, person. Uh, George said he is coming, so. <laughs> he, he, he's off in the as well. Does he normally text you in the middle of coitus? <laughs> How long did he say he was going to be, Robbie? I just said that so you come on the pod, he went, yeah. So he didn't clarify. Uh, hang on, uh, NHS bankers waiting for you. It's just you feel the love, didn't you? You feel the love. <laughs> Are we good? Are we good, Andy? Yeah, not too bad. Yeah, fed up with the cold. Yeah, um, yeah you should have your, your spandex on, should be out on a bike. You'd love a bit of this, didn't you? Oh, no, yeah, it's just, it's just cold, you know. It's just out there's cold today. It's always cold. Are you waiting for your delivery of your Daymart outfit? <laughs> my, my Daymart, yeah, absolutely, yeah. <laughs> I do have a pair of long johns that I use for fishing and football at this time of year, I tell you that. Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> but that's no, all right for cycling, Chris. But it's just, it's just oh, tiresome. The cold wind, it's tiresome. You are a bit of a grumpy bugger, you know, Andy. <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't like to go off brand. <laughs> oh, we've scored after 13 seconds in the other 23s. Oh, excellent. Boy, wow. Dawes. Good to see him. Oh, is he playing? Excellent. Yeah, he's playing under 23 oh, tonight. And he's got to go after 13 seconds. Old is he? The under 23? Well, that doesn't matter. Didn't Sammy play for the under twenty? Yeah, you allowed three overage players. You have like an overage player, yeah. I didn't hear a roar out the window. Though. <laughs> <laughs> I'm only five, two minutes away from the ground. Well, they mentioned a return from injury in the tweet. So, oh, well, he's injured again then. And Smithy doing the, the tweets. They're quite good tweets, so probably. Okay, right. Um, we were waiting for Daddy Stone, but Daddy Stone's not here, neither is Carter. So we shall crack into this. Thank you very much, gentlemen, on what has been a tremendous week yet again. We're joined here by the windy one himself, Jonas, Johnny Wills and his magnificent hair. Uh, the returning Ian. Hello, Ian. The, f- the flattest of white, Andy. A, retur- a returning Robbie, who's not been on for a while. And, of course... George, he bangs the drum. Well, chaps, I think we need to kick into 600 games for Sammy Adams. Uh, Tremendous stuff. Game superfluous, really. Easy win. Who wants to kick into uh, talk of the game? Or Actually, cut that. Uh, George and um, Robbie, you did a presentation for Sammy, didn't you? At Louis. uh, Oh, you did do the Sammy one? No, we did for Louis because obviously it's 100 appearance, so it's a little bit overshadowed by the, the great man that is Sammy. But obviously, a lot of credit to Louis. I mean, a real reliable keeper. Came in for Charlie Horlock when it, Charlie Horlock was popular. Made it in his own, and I can't think of anyone else as our number one now. Um, here's to 100 games and many more for him. Yeah. 
I wonder what his uh, percentage of clean sheets and wins is over that last 100 games. Well, we, we can look into this. We might need to get what, the crossing involved. Give James McCross a bit of a bell. He might have that statistic for us. How didn't the stewards drag you off, you know, seeing the likes of you two there on the pitch? I, I was just wondering. You must have had... They thought we were high players. We're a bit... We, we, we let our guys down. We're a bit too fit. And then we showed up. We thought, like, oh, well, okay. These guys can actually run. I think one of them got tangled up in his mankini. <laughs> I wonder who that could be. I don't know. Yeah, we've got a story about him at, oh, at the end of the game that we're going to talk about <laughs> that needs to be talked about because it could affect the attendance at Sittingbourne. So, but anyway, in terms of Hive, um, what, Robbie, George, you, you guys haven't been in, been on for ages. Do you want to just crack into the game first of all? Yeah, oh, why well. not? You want to do it, Right, yeah, right. I just I feel like Hive over two games are the are the worst team we played. Really, I think I think that's fair. Yep. I don't think they've caused us any problems over 180 minutes. Our away game up there, I think it's fair to say that we were pretty bad and we still won three nil away. And I don't really think we played any football after 60 minutes um, Saturday. We just sort of eased off, and they caused us no threats still. So it's amazing they're as high in the table as they are, really. Pretty poor side. They're not, it's not, things aren't going too well for them. Obviously, they feel a bit aggrieved about the, the penalty. It was a correct decision, to be fair. It was a penalty. Sammy's second second goal. It genuinely was. I'm not even saying that just because I'm a Hastings fan. It was actually a penalty. You just get away with it week in, week out. But you can't lift your knee into a player like that. Um, it's not on. Just because you've won the ball doesn't mean that you can do that. As we know from on the field... T- tackles with the players going in over the top and things like that so it's good to see that actually given and probably as he'd already had the ball yellow card probably probably a fair fair uh, fair result there uh, um, yeah it's easy so comfortable wasn't it so comfortable yeah I don't remember Louis having a save did he not not a big one I mean they did, I remember, they, did I, I, they missed a couple of the pretty decent yeah. chances but their finishing was as bad as everything else about them so um, yeah I don't remember him singing his song about him saving something the whole game actually (laughs) it must have been pretty cold (laughs) yeah Robbie how do you feel about Robbie how do you feel about making a referee give a decision I mean it was all down to you I think mate he got an assist (laughs) (laughs) debatable because obviously George and I recognise the ref for the game and I think we actually mistook him with a different ref because it turns out after the game, he was the one that gave a decision against us at Cray Valley at home. So that's why I recognise him from. But oh, okay. we, we had a go at him and he, I think it's all the line that gave it. But I reckon without the fans behind the goal, we never would have got that penalty. I think because, I was more pissed off than Robbie when it, when it wasn't given initially. I was fuming. Well, keeper's union, you know. I'm, always, I'm a goalkeeper at heart. Keeper's union. That's exactly how you goalkeep as well. It is. I can't say this. I'll just take you out. The only difference between you you and that keeper is that he caught the ball. (laughs) (laughs) We're joined by Malcolm Stone as well. Uh, Hello, Malcolm. Hello, Um, Malcolm. Hi, Malcolm. All right, chap. Right, yeah, we're just starting on the Hive game. Andy, your thoughts? Uh, yeah, walk, walking football comes to the pilot field, was my, was my that's, what, that's what it, it was, um, yeah, I think Laura pretty much almost fell asleep in the second half, sat next to me actually, it was, um, I think George was right about the 60 minute mark, blimey, yeah, it was, uh, I, 
I think because they, they gave us a reasonably good a half a game in the first half at high. So I, did, I went to that. The funny thing was we've had two controversial penalties because we had that massive to-do at high about the bloke who seemed to dive and sort of punch the ball away and claimed he'd headed it at high, didn't he? And we got that penalty in the last minute in the half, of the first half. So they've had two quite interesting decisions against uh, them. Both fantastic. Robbie was in involved with that as well, wasn't he? Oh, yeah. I, I, was, I was backing that lino up. They were criticising yeah. like, no, 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 yeah. you're a great lino. Don't let those views. And have a fine lino on Saturday. We get good linos. You know, I'm a fan of linos. It's quite hard to pick anything. It was just absolutely pedestrian. One thing I would say, um, I think we'll all be part. I was looking up, I couldn't resist looking up the fixtures. And it's, um, I think, Whitstable versus High this March the 19th. So that's that's got to be, that's got to be a must see, hasn't it? That one. <laughs> Imagine the sky cameras are headed down there. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I was, I was thinking maybe we should lead a, put a coach on or something. If we've got nothing better to do. I mean, what a game that'll be. I think just leave the ball in the middle of the centre spot and they'll all sort of all sit down, I think. Yeah. <laughs> I've never seen, yeah, they, I think just, I don't know, you're just sort of picking small things out of it. Tom Chalmers just had ab- the absolute run of the right-hand side. We sort of nominally played this five again, didn't we? And it was sort of like mm. it, all those sort of things became irrelevant, really. Yeah, they, they just offered nothing. Right. I've never seen, I think, it's a, I, I don't, even in the time I've been going, I don't remember seeing a team offer so little. Did you? Uh, did anybody see on the old, the other forum with? Um, I think his name's Hive Hive Man, and he, he he went on there and said there's a lot of bad things going on at Hive at the moment, and you know the kids in there that aren't really enjoying it playing, and they've got a lot of youngsters, and you can see that the youngsters that are on that pitch on Saturday they seem to be having a problem with the older players. They won't get the no youngs- That number five weren't a youngster. No, <laughs> <laughs> it was once. It's not. It's not great at Hive. I mean, I follow them a bit, bit closer. They're walking distance from where I live, and um, yeah. it's a, it's a strange atmosphere there. There's a lot of um, yes, it's bad at Hive, but it's someone else's fault. Um, bit old school, non league. I think you know it's the sort of thing that's happened at Hastings before. Yeah. But where there's there, you know, we know we're lucky to be where we are, and maybe they are. Maybe they are. You know, county, county, um, sort of league sized place. But you know, there's smaller places that are in it this was, division. It wasn't so think, many years ago, was it? That they were county league. That's yeah. Something. But you know, but what do you want to do? I mean, they've got a nice stadium. Yeah, they have. Yeah. I think it's one of the nice ones, apart from that that one end, really. But it is it is pretty nice. They've got mm-hmm. a nice clubhouse. It's in a good location in their, in their town. I know their town's very elderly, but that's a lot of expendable income. Yeah. They've got lots of things. They, you know, they're by the sea. You know, there's, there's a lot of things that are attractive about, about that club. It just seems to be, they don't take any away fans, really. Um, people don't really seem to populate their bar and they're not bringing in money like that. And it just, I don't know, all the, when you see comments from their people that run their club, it's just... I don't know. It's a shame to see because I feel like a club there could be good, and you can't just blame loads of people going to watch folks and play for you not having attendances. It's a bit, yeah. it's a bit odd. We're getting loads, loads visit, obviously a thousand plus every week, but then Bexhill are getting over four hundred yeah. occasions. So yeah. you know, it's 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 a shame, and obviously I'm you know I don't really want them to disappear into the ether because it's a it's another decent football club near where I live, but it's just a bit of an odd one. Yeah, just a lot of moaners on there, a lot of moaners. But you know, we know about that. <laughs> Maybe there's fewer of those at the minute. 
They, yeah, they, they, mm. are they, yeah, they're short of money. Maybe they, maybe with the being short of money and being tucked away down there, they might struggle, struggle to attract players out out of area. Some, you know, and um, so maybe they're relying on local players. I don't know. It's quite. It, maybe they just got a small talent pool down there, which, as mm. the standard goes up in our league, is really going to start to hurt you, isn't it? Yeah. Well, they 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 attracted Cisse for about ten days. And now he's with us. So. Yeah. Well, that's an interesting point, actually. Where was he? Was he ill, or I don't don't seem to think he was injured or anything. Because he was just not the fact that he wasn't even in the squad suggests maybe mm. he was ill or off or something. I don't know. Mm. Ma- Malcolm, he's our spy. Malcolm, see so. <laughs> is is he gone somewhere else? Is he gone? I can't help you there. I don't know. I don't know anything about it. I thought you were going to give us an exclusive there. And Malcolm Sorry, I'll, I'll find out for you, Chris. Yeah? yeah. In, the, in the next five minutes? <laughs> he's awesome. I can try. You saw nothing. I can try. <laughs> but it was a good... If he's going to miss, if he's going to miss a game because he had a prior commitment, because these, these blokes have real lives as well. If he's going to miss a game, that was a game to miss, wasn't it? Talk about... Because actually, Mister Toomey, he needs—he definitely needs more games under his belt, doesn't he? Uh, Still, he was—he got a few nice runs and crosses in second. He's up. got a good good cross on him, hasn't he? Yeah, yeah. I was watching him a lot. I thought he looked quite good actually. So he got better as the game went on. Yeah, so, I know it. Yeah, it's, it was an easy game to sort of get your legs going again, wasn't it? Yeah. <clears throat> Ian, you got anything for the on the game? Well, I just, I mean, as as everybody said, Hyde were terrible. It was like in the first minute, we'd kind of lofted a ball over their defence and Ben Pope was straightening on goal. And he kind of thought, well, they're going to have to do something about that. And they, <laughs> they didn't. never bothered, really. No. But did um, Ben miss that deliberately so that Sammy Adams could score the first he, goal? He, just, he looked so shocked <laughs> that nobody was anybody anywhere yeah. near him and he had, he had the ball. That, um, yeah, it's like uh, time stood still and he put it wide. The one thing I did notice is one of the, one of the linesmen was called Billy Woods. Oh, <laughs> no wonder. Which is no like, I mean, obviously so he's, added, he's added the S to to kind of throw people off the scent there. Well, Billy but, Woods but I did think game. it sort of yeah. it sort Hang of explained on. why why the when the referee went over and asked the linesman, he obviously got yeah. a very very long winded answer. And we had Billy Wood <laughs> telling us all that up. He would have gotten away with it if it wasn't for us meddling oh, kids. Subterfuge. <laughs> Subterfuge. Sorted gymnastic competition. Yeah, yeah. Put the wig on. <laughs> run the line. Get decisions. Oh. He was about a foot taller, though, wasn't he? <laughs> yeah, in platforms. He's in his um, yeah. 70s glam rock. It is platform predators. Yeah. <laughs> um, John, any thoughts? As in Wills? Um, yeah, I, I thought... Usually in those occasions with Sammy's 600 game, it, it's kind of leaning towards giving him the man of the match. But I really thought, based on his first half performance, he was quite dynamic. He was everywhere. So he was well deserved. And it was yeah. just not nice him to pick up a couple of goals like that. Mm. I thought the new guy, Tommy Cooper, did, did pretty well. Oh. There were some. You know, some lovely crosses across. Well, across is across. But, um, yeah, it's, it was a good... The scoreline was correct. I had a different angle, I suppose. Why that hair? 
from George um, because I wasn't sure. I thought I thought Ben was really clever in, in getting anywhere near that penalty um, decision. I, I thought, um, but obviously we didn't. From our angle, Chris, I don't think we saw the knee come out, did we? But he made sure he got there to. I, I thought he, I thought he had plenty of time to get out of the way of the keeper. Put it that way. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. This is Ben Pope. He ain't getting out of the way of the keeper, is he? <laughs> no, I know. If there's an opportunity no, to take the goal, even, out, gonna even, from, even from where we were sat, we could see he was he wasn't going to get up until the referee had made his decision with the lions foot. He was it's like the uh, modelling himself on the Egypt goalkeeper. I think after what I saw <laughs> what I saw last night, and that was the only thing about watching the Senegal Egypt game. The one thing about watching that was it made Saturday's game look brilliant. So that was. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, he was writhing about on the floor like um, his yes. appendix had exploded, or, <laughs> or or like Robbie in the cow shed the other week. But it, yes, it it was a. Uh, it was a good three points. Um, the stand of the team was poor. Usually they've, you've got one or two runners that are going to have some pace and going to threaten, but they, were, they had nothing to offer, really, did they? No, not at all. Um, Wendy, have, have you given your thoughts on what I go over to Malcolm? Wendy, have you got any? Uh, no, just the same as everyone else, really. I thought the third goal was well worked for Dixon. You know, I know it was, you know, still, it was a bit of an easy tapping, but they, uh, it was a good build-up. Very nice ball across by James. Yeah, Hart, isn't it? Worth, yeah, yeah. worth a mention of a friend of the show, James. It was his first. It was a proper league debut for him, wasn't it? Wow. I know he's yeah, come on a sub and that sometimes. Yeah, probably, probably was, his, first, yeah. his first start, wasn't it? Yeah, so, yeah. So again, probably a nice game for him to get better. Yeah. And I felt a bit sorry for him with his overhead kick hit the <laughs> hit the fat bloke on the line. Oh, was that his? Was yeah. that was that a handball? I, I couldn't tell from where I was. Was that? No, handball? I think they. Probably says it's not a handball. Well. Right, there was too right. much belly there. That was. <laughs> <laughs> he was filling the goal, wasn't he? Yeah, unfortunate. Well, yeah, quite, a good, quite a good chance he put over the bar as well, wasn't it? Wasn't there? Oh yeah, he scooped that. that one, yeah, I take it yeah. that um, Pope, Ben Pope was taken off just to give Kenny a bit of a run out. Was it? Wasn't he? Wasn't injured? Was he? Nobody knows. I think he'd taken quite a few knocks. He was certainly carrying. Yeah. It, he was carrying a little ice pack when he was oh, walking up and down the. I tell you what, having played as a defender for most most of my footballing life, not in a very high standard, must admit, Ben Pope is the player I would have hated to have marked. Sure. What a pain in the backside is he? Jesus Christ! Not even when he's got the ball, he's just like in someone's ear, chucking mud at the goalkeeper. I've seen him do it, and he's, he's just what a wind up. That's <laughs> off, eh? <laughs> we remember last last year we had that hilarious um, you had him on the podcast didn't he Chris didn't mm. he Chris? he was the most most mild mannered yeah. person <laughs> it, was, it was hilarious we just couldn't yeah. reconcile the two people uh, yeah. based killer yeah, yeah. But, uh, I love Ma- watching it it's just great it's just brilliant Ma- Malcolm your thoughts on the game yeah but I listened to it on the um, on the website and oh, um, uh, Malcolm just so because because Adam was going to come on and talk the website. What what was it like? What was the commentary like? It was great. I, uh, and it's great that, that that comes on now for when I have to work, you know, I can listen to it. And I've come on tonight to, to hear it. Because at one stage, Jerry said, oh, they're knocking the ball uh, around at the back. Highs were knocking the ball at walking pace, um, as you said earlier. 
and they were three nil down. And I thought, mm. what is going on? Am I listening to the wrong station? Or you know, <laughs> if you're three nil down, do you knock it around at the back at walking pace? And it's just, I, I don't know. It just seemed a very strange game to listen to, mm. and how Adam could actually commentate on yeah. something like that, I, yeah. I don't know. And it, at times it went very quiet, and I thought, do I refresh? And, <laughs> and I, thought, oh, I wish Adam was here. Was I know nothing that's, was yeah. actually happening. It was like, oh, they're just kicking the ball from side to side. They're three 0 down, and they're not really interested. And he'd suddenly appear again. I thought, oh, no, I don't need to refresh. He's there. Yeah. Um, but nothing is actually happening. Yeah. Oh, he's, he's gone out as a throw into Hastings. Um, yeah, and they've yeah. thrown it in. And yeah, and it'd go off again. <laughs> I think, oh, what, what's happened? Who's got the ball? And it was like, oh, nothing's happened. They're still kicking it towards each other and 3 0 down. Well, that was the thing I was going to ask him if he was on, Malcolm, was that usually our lad, Robbie there, has been helping him out, you know, in terms of a, a team of two. And I think it would have been the perfect game for Robbie to have been there because there was literally nothing to speak about, was there? You know, if you were, imagine doing that on your own, I mean, it's... Uh, yeah. I know, and I think that's the problem. And you're right in what you say. If you've got somebody there, you can have at least have a little bit of chat amongst yourselves and... Keep yourself um, going. And have something interesting to listen to because he must have really struggled on Saturday. Like I say, it was difficult to listen to with him going there just kicking the ball. If you don't know, if you listen to a premiership and that when they're commentating, they know all the players, the opposition and that sort of thing. And they can actually say the names of who's kicking it around. But when you don't know the opposition, you only know your own side. Um, and when the opposition are quite happy just to play it around at the back, you you actually got yeah. nothing to commentate on, and and you know you're just saying, well, yeah, they're kicking it amongst themselves, and you know, thanks for listening. <laughs> <laughs> the trouble is, if if Robbie had been up there, we wouldn't have got the penalty. We got the penalty, yes. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah, can't can't best of both worlds. Yeah, that's it. We had it all like two out of three ain't bad, is it? We had the the linesman, Robbie. <laughs> just one more thing on that on the on the penalty incident is that it was just wonderfully Hastings. You had the shithousery of Ben Pope going down and staying there. You had the dog's abuse that the keeper was getting and him responding back as well. Us all at the line, all at the ref, and then you look over and what two Hastings players have stood over it, chirping at the keeper, chirping at the ref, Jack Dixon and Sam Adams there every <laughs> single time. And it just goes to show that you don't touch the Pope. The, the Pope touches you. <laughs> oh, dear. Just going on from what John was saying, um, John, I'm in agreement with you. Um, you know, Ben Pope's an absolute nightmare to have on the pitch next to you, and he just hammering yeah. in your ear all the time, and he and just it's like the other week. Annoying. He, the other week when he picked up the goalie's um, water bottle and emptied it yeah. twice in a game. Twice. <laughs> <laughs> he did that for the Brilliant. he did that for us behind the goal. He, he loved oh, that, didn't he? Fantastic. Oh, that's funny that. <laughs> well, just just, just the, I mean, we haven't really spoke too much about Sammy Adams. I mean, as oh, yeah. as we say, you know, no, you couldn't have written. He it, had a great you? he had a great half. I mean, that first goal, I thought that was a lovely little composed oh, it finish. And it's it just yeah. a lovely, two two goals. He could have could have probably had a hat trick if he wanted it. I mean. The, the opposition was, I mean, I don't think they, even when they walked out there, I don't think they wanted to be out there. It's just, it, nah. 
Uh, you would think that teams, that, uh, quite invariably, teams seem to enjoy playing in front of a few people and we get teams raising their game. It's the first team yeah, we've had that's come and simply has not reacted to the situation they're in at all, was it? Because Rabbit in the headlights. Yeah, I remember, remember Malcolm, you said that Craig said he was bored at Ashford. So <laughs> Christ, yeah. Jesus Christ, yeah. Christ yeah. knows what he was like on Saturday. <laughs> I haven't spoken to him, I must admit, but he, um, he yeah, I quite imagine that that's what he'll come back with. It was boring, you know. Yeah. It's, uh, Routine. He probably just folded his kit up and put it straight back into the box, clearly. Yeah, yeah I don't think he needed washing, <laughs> I don't. Maybe, Malcolm, you could have actually swapped for him for the for the day. You could have, you could have played and he could have done your job. <laughs> Uh, I think I could have played. We won't go too far <laughs> with that, John, will we? <laughs> really chuffed for Sammy on Saturday because, yeah. you know, how many non-league players have got to 600? Not that many, especially, I mean, he's even, even at, like I said last week, he had two seasons away, at least, uh, right in the bang of the bin, we had that FA Cup run up to Middlesbrough, so that must have hurt him not being able to do that. Yeah, yeah. But he stuck with us for 600 <laughs> games. And think of the how few games you miss. Yeah. To, to add those games up over the years, you yeah. know, at 40 he, odd games a year, you got, just think how few games you miss to get to that number. Yeah, he still squeezes in a family holiday just before Christmas. <laughs> yeah, he missed the a few, didn't he, on a holiday? Where's he gone? Yeah. If you're a goalkeeper um, or something like that, you, you partly expect it. But when you're playing centre and midfield, yeah. you know, you mm. to get that many games in with the amount you're putting your body through, yeah, it's um, it's incredible, really. It that he's uh, awesome. he's managed to do that. Yeah, yeah. he's played keeper as well, has he? Though he's played keeper, he's played up top, he's played in the middle, he's right played back. down the whole goddamn pitch. Yeah, I've seen him right back as well. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he's, he's a great player. Mm, I mean, he's a, he's a hell of a competitor, isn't he? And and it's sort of like to have somebody that senior in the squad who puts that much into the game. Yeah, just really sets the bar for everybody else, especially because he's got a goal on him. So he'll let them know if um, <laughs> if they're not. Yeah, but apart from being uh, what he's like as a player, but what a guy as well he is. Oh, he's a leader the on the field. Oh, he's a great. leader off the field. He's just a, a great guy all round, isn't he? A right. family man. He's always got time for everyone else. And, you know, what a guy. You know? Yeah, his family were up there on Saturday as well. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, they're often there, but to see it for him, that was just, no, that's just that's been great. Yeah. Nice touch. His dad, was, people, dad people. was a good player, by the way. His dad. Uh, Jim is an excellent player. Locally, Brown, he, I don't don't think he played, you know, Hastings standard, but he's Sussex Division One. He was <laughs> right there in the middle. Brilliant. I he's thought his dad was Tony Adams. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> not the same one. No, no, no. His dad drinks as much as Tony Adams. Oh, is he? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I know that for sure. <laughs> Any 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 scenes after boys in the uh, bar after anything? All the players were going out for uh, staff going out for a meal to celebrate a six hundred appearance. So there was just a really good atmosphere and vibe by the club. Togetherness is really there. You can see they all care about each other. They're all mates. It's really good to see them. I'm you know, really happy. Yeah, I saw a pic- I saw a picture of the uh, the meal, a topless doors. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that was a bit yeah. A nice meal, perhaps. <laughs> yeah, where'd, where'd they go in the end? I don't know. I don't know where it was. Let's look forward to sitting Bourne now 
one of the things that we could look forward to is um, a, a, a Mr. Histed uh, has guaranteed that he will be wearing women's clothing. His partner God. has said that she's going to do his makeup and his bra. Oh. So anyone listening, obviously, we all want to get down the sitting ball and watch that, let alone the f- fabulous football that our team plays. Is he I mean, changing his name as well? Is he Gabby Histed or something like that? <laughs> <laughs> well, it's, it's a good place to do it because um, North Kent is famed for its uh, tolerance and acceptance of other mm. people and, <laughs> and, and cross-dressing and, and all that sort of Oi. thing. They love it up there. So it's a bit... It's that part love it of, up there. Good on, Gareth. George. <laughs> Careful, George. <laughs> Dorsey's got another one for the 23s. They're 3-0 no up. Second one for Dorsey. Mm. Well, you might see him on Saturday. Oh, yeah, get him off now. He's getting some goals. <laughs> yeah, let's hope he don't get injured again. Get him off before he's injured. Yeah. 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 I mean, right. Anyway, yeah, Sittingbourne. First of all, who's going? Yeah. Oh, sorry. Yeah. No. Yeah. No. Yeah. It, I'm... It, it, it's in the middle of nowhere. So, like, yeah, train, train and cab. Train's a bit iffy. It's, it's cab from the station. Yeah. Mm. Yep, is it on the to... industry, one of the industrial estates? Because they used to play at the Grey. Yeah, it's not there been... anymore. Don't get caught no, up with that. There it's not there anymore. I did actually see them play at the Greyhound Stadium. Oh, no. Anyway. Yeah, they've lost that. Billions of years ago, though. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Is there at the um, science place now? Yeah. Not a bad little ground, but it's okay. Well, I've got a mate who lives in Sittingbourne, so um, so I'm actually trying to talk him into going to the game with us on Saturday. <laughs> And I've been telling him about the been telling him about the club. So see if I can get him along to watch it and show him what the fuss is all about. Excellent, excellent. Um, oh, fifth time. It's actually my most visited away ground for any okay. any club. <laughs> really, mine's weird. Always still. not been able to do it. It's a it's a not, when you get there, it's nice for those who haven't been. Who are wondering what it's going to be like? It's um, they've got a really good bar. If it's good weather, they've got a nice outside sort of beer garden that overlooks the pitch. They got you know a few more benches than we got out the front, so yeah, it's not it's yeah. um, covered at you know, both ends. Yeah, yeah, it's a, it's, a, it's a nice place, just uh, in the middle of nowhere. What's their what's their current form like? Yeah, I was just going to look that up. <laughs> well, oh, mid table, they, aren't they? They're supposed to have this really good side. In fact, they they supposedly compiled this squad. Other managers have been talking about them compiling the squad to get promotion. They got all these players in, but it doesn't seem to have clicked yet. And you wonder. Yeah. You wonder when it's going to click, and hopefully it's not Saturday. Their their, their form is their uh, fourteenth in the form league, tenth uh, in the real league. So, yeah, mid table. Funny enough, I'd, I mean, I don't know if I bored anyone with this when when I was at the game on Saturday. I probably did did bore a few of you, but I was chatting with the Sittingbourne Supporters Club chair, and um, he, he he happens to live in Copenhagen, which is different. <laughs> so I'm chatting to him for the podcast for this this Thursday when it comes out and he's in, he lives in Copenhagen. So that's okay. Different. Yeah. What the Germans last week. Well, we have actually got another, there's a guy called Bert who used to come over from Holland to watch us as well. So he's, he's still very interested in us, but he just can't get over. Okay. Did this bloke from Copenhagen, did this bloke from Copenhagen say the beer's cheap at sitting board? So if he did, like, don't believe it. (laughs) Yeah, he did say his go-to beer. Yeah, and I'm going to check this. His go-to beer was Tuborg, and I called that out 
because Tuborg is. Yeah. Are we all agreed on that one? Tuborg Don't check is the wild. Check the hard drive, Chris. Check the hard drive. That's are we going? Yeah, absolutely. Oh, okay. you going shocking, to that level? Right. Shocking point. Shocking point. Yeah. I didn't even know Tuborg was still going. Yeah, Doug, I remember any gig you go to and they always serve Tuborg yeah. up. I've yeah. never had it, to be fair. You never had Tuborg? No. Nah. Nah. You've not missed anything. Probably because they stopped making it about 10 years before you yeah. was born. <laughs> What's left over at sitting, ball? <laughs> It'd be interesting to see how much we swell their crowd as well because I'm looking at their tendencies. If I've got the right team here. John no, Will's you... always talk about swelling in the making. Uh, Herm Bay again. Yeah. Uh, it, people, VCD, Athletic, uh, but roughly their most of their games are uh, start with a one and only three figures. I think their highest attendance was three hundred and nine against Faversham, and that's yeah, it's pretty grim. How yeah, how could anybody survives? No money well, coming. The, 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 they say they're noisy fans. But they just they hardly get a crowd. But the people that are there really get behind the team is what is what I've been told by someone who lives in Copenhagen. Um, Usually they do, but when we last went there on a Tuesday night, the weather was atrocious. Like it was it was the some of the worst weather had like driving rain. Oh, it cold. was horrible, wasn't it? That's and they um, obviously it was good tops off weather. Um, but. <laughs> Their fans, there was hardly any one of them there. It was really odd because usually they are their fans are quite good and they travel away as well. But um depends if the weather's nice, I suppose, if they turn yeah. up. That's what I remember from last year, the pouring out of rain and uh, you, Robbie, taking your top off. <laughs> All the guys are, and it, it was the sign, and Josh always, Craig's boy, Josh always sings out and if you support Hastings, I'll take your top off and all. And you lot all standing there pouring out of rain with your tops off. And then it was take your shoes off. And you were nigh on naked in the pouring out of rain. Oh, ah, you, it's got me done. You can imagine what, if it rains on Saturday, you can imagine what Gabby is to be up oh, to. On a Tuesday night, it was absolutely lashing down. They got a tiny little stand behind one goal. And we sat right at the back of that trying to keep a little bit warm. And they were at the front with their tops off and shoes off and nine everything off. I want to encourage Gary Histed now. Yeah. Oh, I remember that one because I was I was in my clothes from work actually, come straight from work. Um so yeah. Do you remember it, George? You had, virtually yeah. everything was off. We were laughing, yeah, me and Josh were laughing. He said, Should we take our tops off? I said, No, it's freezing. And they said, Take your socks off, shoes off, socks off, and everything. <laughs> Unbelievable. Good times, good times. It's right, we've got Gary now to do that. Yeah, we've got yeah. Mm. <laughs> He's a work in progress. Right. I sponsor Andy to take part in it. Who? In the uh, Mr. Mr. White, Lord White. Yeah. In in the take take your clothes off thing. You I'd want Andy to take be, his clothes off. Go I'd on. be hypothermic in seconds. <laughs> it's right, he'll buy you a coffee. <laughs> <laughs> One advantage though, skin is waterproof, I guess. So, so there's probably no harm in taking all your clothes yeah. off if it's pissing. We have found that many a time you actually stay dry and you take your top yeah, off. Yeah, exactly. Skin, dry dries, skin, skin dries out. Yeah, but we do it for health reasons. Yeah. And the man there, that Daymar all-in-one suit isn't waterproof. I should have come in a frogman suit. <laughs> <laughs> right, chaps. So we, we, what are we thinking about the game? Uh, I'm, I'm thinking comfortable win. Uh, yeah. Easy. Yeah. yeah. Three one win. Three one. 
We'll give Miguel Sarat Howard. I don't do predictions. I'm much too superstitious for predictions. Right. Do you feel good or are you a bit nervous? See, that's just asking me the score, but in a different way, Chris. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Not falling for that. Oh, okay. He's waiting for the Sue Gray report. Yes, exactly. Yeah. (laughs) What, um, yourself, uh, Wills, what do you reckon? Win? Well, you'd like to think so, would you? But. That hair's winning. Um, we know what that. Uh, hang on. We've not commented before uh, we finish this. We need to comment on John's hair again. Right. So, John, if you could just show show the camera. We need to have a look at it. What, what, is, what are you the up to? The the hair. again. He doesn't want to go like, hey, it might come off. That's it. You know, you just comb it up from under your armpits, as I said. <laughs> and up your nose, it grows uh, quite abundantly. But what, what I was saying that, these games, I away to sitting board. The trouble is now, when when we have a game like we just had on Saturday, there is the complacency, and you you know where where do you go with that? You know, we obviously we think we should be beating them with with some ease, looking at their table position and form. But yeah, there's there's always going to be. We're always going to slip up, I think. Mm. Not to sit in ball. No. We've got a tough one in a couple of weeks, haven't we? Chichester. Uh, yeah. Yeah, that's not going to be easy. Uh, big away trip plan, though. I've worked there quite a few for a long trip. I reckon yeah. be good fun. I've never done Chichester before. Is that our longest trip in this league? I believe so. I could be wrong yeah, about that. Is, yeah. What will be our longest trip if we go up, when, when we go up at the end of the season? Good question. Well delivered. Mm. I'm actually sure. We'll do some research. There's some homework for the next podcast. Yeah, homework. Yeah. There you go. There are, there are a few local matches when you look at that division above, aren't there? But well, there's going to be a game against George Sack when we get folks in a way, because let's face it, he won't behave himself. So. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be quite interesting, isn't it? Um, a bit more mileage, I think. There's, there's a few, quite a few Sussex teams, aren't there? No, yeah. Lewis. Oh, we're getting Worthing. ahead of ourselves, Ian. I'm getting jittery now oh, with oh, the, oh. this talk. <laughs> I think if Ian's suspicious about the score, I'll be on the verge of fainting now. Absolutely. <laughs> it's, just, it's tempting fate on a grand scale. It's really it very unwise. If we fail, it's your lack of ambition that cost us. That's what I'm saying. You, 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 your doubt got to the team and made them lose. So that's, it'll actually be your fault. So. <laughs> it's only fair. I mean, it's only fair, isn't it? Hmm. thinking if you were to have such a pessimistic outlook you know if if the teams below us win all their games you've got about five teams on 50 points haven't you say they were to win their games they still got to win them but um there's a you know when you think about it one or two bad results and it, it gets interesting game. what you're saying is we're not going to make the playoffs i think we're not going to relegation yet yeah. I don't. I think we'll be above the relegation zone. I'm quite confident in that. Fair, lads, the county league could be quite fun. It's good away days there. Go down the league. I don't know where this is going. <laughs> <laughs> we were going up. Now we're going down. What the hell? I'm just yeah, going yeah, 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 yeah. to ask John. John, got to ask you about um, Henry Mancini. How? You got to tell it now. You got to tell it. <laughs> Well, I 
I mentioned about this Barnet game and um, and about this Henry Mancini that that was on the opposition then. He was an ex-Arsenal player, so I thought. But he turns out, what what does he sing? <laughs> He's yeah. a it was, uh, it was Terry Mancini. <laughs> yeah, I thought it was Terry Mancini. Yeah, rather than the, rather than the um, Greavesy Bamford composer. <laughs> I was going to say, I thought it was a sort of musician of some kind. He is. Yeah. It is yeah. John, though. Come on. It's fantastic. I was, I was really <laughs> laughing at that when I saw that. I thought, oh, my God. <laughs> Mind you, even then, he, you know, it was before he retired, he had a... Uh, Pavarotti haircut, didn't they? You know, <laughs> similarities are yeah, astounding yeah, at the moment. Yeah, John, you don't mm. see many bald, bald centre halves anymore, do you? That's a sort of a bit of a throw, bit of a throwback, that, isn't it? Steve Bold is the last one I can think of off the mm. top of my head. Epstam, of course. Yeah, yeah. Maybe Chiesa, who plays for Italy. I'm trying to think. Is he? Is he bald? He's yeah, like, he's he just got it all shaved off. Frank LeBeouf, but that's going back a bit, isn't it? <laughs> West Brown lost his hair for a bit. It's a new game. Yeah, here we go. The back four Saturday for sitting ball, and we'll be bald now. I'll wait and see. Yeah. In fact, that number five was... Highest, highest five, yeah. Yeah, that's true. He had the lot. He had the lot, bloke. Yeah, but he ain't getting my ball 11. No. No. Have your keeper. Just one thing about the sitting board. Just had a look, and like they were, they gave us a really good game in the home game. We won two one, didn't we? And they went down to ten men. That, it turns out they had this bloke on loan called Achim Pong from Hungerford Town. Bless you. And, um, yeah, <laughs> thank you. And um, had a look. He came for six games, got five goals, and in that time, sitting board only scored six. He scored five of their six goals, and uh, and then went and then went back, and he scored against us. He's not there anymore. That was a month loan. That's what Burgess um, Hill did to us. They got a really good goalkeeper, yeah. beat us their yeah. goalkeeper. The team yeah. just get one player on load to beat us and they piss off back. And then they yeah. lose. Yeah. yeah. But we'll, uh, we'll see. Yeah, I don't tossed. think it'll be easy at all. I don't mm. think it'll be easy. Mm. Maybe Malcolm and John. Um, with thinking of the main stand crew, um, do you remember when they used to have to pay 50p to sit in the main stand? Yeah, I do. Yeah. There used to be a separate gate to get into that. You couldn't even go through. Yeah, oh. like a turnstile. So we milk some money out of the main standers. Any idea? Any from that? <laughs> I don't know. There was definitely well, sandwiches. Literally. I definitely remember it, there was a separate turnstile. It was it was near the entrance to the director's bar. That little side alleyway it was there, right? The locker <laughs> gate right across. So if you was at the Cold Warren end, which wasn't there then. And he wanted to go back to the in the first off. You had to go around the other way. You couldn't go through. Yeah. <laughs> Mind you, that the Cold Warren end used to be stinging nettle, so you weren't out there anyway. So Wayne <laughs> uh, wouldn't have been with his shorts on <laughs> stinging nettle. <laughs> yeah, do you remember when as well they they built a secondary stand down the cowshed end? Oh yeah, where the big Hastings United sign is. Yes, that's yeah. right. Yeah, so it was all clay. They're very slippery inside. <laughs> and, and of course, it, that I've got. I'm just thinking of the future when, when we we revitalise the pilot field. Um, I, I'm thinking about it. the bank used to be tiered, and for big games, you used to have quite a crowd, didn't you? Yeah, it did yeah on that bank. 
You mentioned that, John. You're into monetizing the whole bloody thing. Don't, don't mention <laughs> He's many a filthy years capitalist, here. he is. We yeah. thought, um, yeah, we, we, we talked about this very briefly because we're, we, we're having to get there earlier and earlier to get where we've always sat in the main stand, you know, to get the, a non-obstructed view of the, of the bloody goals. We're having to get there earlier than, than is than you is, is totally is reasonable just to save some bugger nick, nicking yeah. our seats. So you could actually get to the stage where you could charge people an extra 50 quid or something to actually bag see a seat in the main stand if it starts getting really popular. Keep the riffraff out, is that basically? Well, no, it's, yeah. no, no. You classic, have, you can have classic them, stuff. You, can have, you could sit wherever you like in the main stand, but if you wanted to, you could But not in my seat. Little bit of extra for um, on my seat. I'll tell you a little. <laughs> story. I'll tell you a little story. My dad, because when he, he reached, I think it's fifty five years of going up there. One of the directors, I can't remember his name, is Martin, his surname. I can't remember his first name. Anyway, he arranged for my dad to have his own his own chair. <laughs> the sticker is still there. So if you want to go along there, Andy, just pretend you're Tony Gale and then kick him out. <laughs> my dad would be pleased with that, <laughs> even though he's looking down from up there. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, nice yeah. one. Yeah, well, yeah. Like, the, like the Matt Busby chair. Yeah, see, it's just as you go up the middle steps, turn right a little bit, and it's about five along. I think seat, mm. seat, seat number 64, I think it was. Mm. <clears throat> yeah, no, I mean, it, well, if it keeps on keeps on like this, they, they could actually, you know, oh, allocate, yeah. allocate a few seats. Yeah, leave most of them as a free-for-all. That's fine. Yeah. Corporate main yeah. stand, eh, boys? I actually stood on the other side this week, just below the grass bank. Bloody hell, was that cold. Mm. <laughs> I've forgotten how cold it is on that side. I think I might be back in the stand soon. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Forget what I said about my dad's seat. I'm having it. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's probably, it's probably, it just reminds me, it always used to be, this is in the mid-70s, it always used to be it seemed to be the fog descended. Oh, yeah. My memories of the game, you're because of the the speedway track, you're you're far away, and you can just see these out this outline of Mickey Westburn <laughs> now, uh, yeah. throwing punches in the in the center circle. You know, there was always yeah. a scrap, wasn't there? Yeah, always, yeah. yeah, yeah. Blood amongst the sawdust. <laughs> yeah, on that's rather strange note. Um... <laughs> I'm sure you can get 20 minutes out of this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Good luck, Chris. Yeah. Um, <laughs> That's why he's moved it to Mondays. <laughs> Gives him longer. Yeah. Oh, somewhat, big, dilemma, big dilemma next Monday, Valentine's Day. That's going to oh, test no. a few people, isn't it? Well, yeah. Ma- ma- I'm married with kids, so Valentine's doesn't really exist anymore. No. Well, it's, well, <laughs> <laughs> I'll probably Speaking just go through. My, I'll be going through my full repertoire of stretching exercises and limbering up at this time. Oh, I would have yeah. thought. <laughs> be nice well, knowing you. We Chris. don't want to know about oh, your. Oh, we gone, Andy. Chris. Yeah, we'll see you. See you next <laughs> Tuesday then. <laughs> well, that's what I'm going to get called. Yeah. Uh, listen, gents, an absolute pleasure as ever. Thank you, uh, Wendy, John, Ian, Robbie, Andy, Johnny, Wills, Malcolm, and the lovely George. Thanks for coming Chris, on. Just on that note, I um, cool, just before you leave, I asked a question and um, I got back. I can't divulge any information because you're on the round table. 
your editing is so poor, Chris. Uh, I cannot give you any information. <laughs> He's found out, hasn't he? Oh, dear. Well, there you go. See, I'm, He's I'm, found the, out. The, the source, the source is um, <laughs> deep throat. It's just not... Deep throat. <laughs> it hasn't worked. Oh, deep throat. We're Got back, back on Valentine's again, we? Day again oh, now. Enough we? of what's on Chris's mind. Um, yeah. Well, see you next week, We don't want to go there. Five kids. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Yeah. See you at the game. See you at the game. See you at the game. See you later. Take care. See you later. Bye. Bye. That's it for another week, Use fans. Another win, another clean sheet for the Use. Results went our way and that magnificent man, super Sammy Adams. Bags two goals, smashes past the 600 mark in appearances. What an achievement and what a servant to this club. As ever, if you want to get in contact with the show or have any suggestions or want to get in on our weekly roundtables, that email again is hufcpod at gmail.com or on the Twitter, which is at hufcpodcast. You can get this podcast on all major platforms, be it Google Podcasts, Audible, iTunes, Spotify, or Amazon Music. And we have a jam-packed YouTube channel, chock-a-block, full of video interviews and episodes from the podcast. Please, please, please give it a look, a comment, or a like, but definitely subscribe. It's all free. All that's left for me to say is, I've been your host, Chris Laverick. Hope you have a good week, and see you at the game.